And everybody, back to Afters with Joe and Chelsea. We are here for a special edition of the Afters podcast for the month of November to raise awareness for Movember. As some of you can probably see at home, I am wearing a very unattractive hairy slug on the top of my upper lip. Every year. That Charles has been very, um, very pleased about. As she is every year. Um, but right before because, my birthday. Right before your birthday. <laughs> because it is the 30th of November, we thought we would uh, publish it and uh, share it with you guys before the end of the month. Yeah, I think because obviously November can kind of become a bit of a trend, can't it? So wearing a moustache or, you know, everybody shaving and then kind of November ends and then what? So I think we just kind of wanted to do a brief, topic where we spoke about men's mental health and getting health checks and the importance of it and kind of just keeping it going you know outside of November and which you know will kind of lead into our topic in January which when we look at both men and women's mental health yeah so what in fact inspired you first to get the uh, tash probably about four or five years ago now wasn't it yeah maybe a bit longer I was part of a rugby team um well safety in numbers really when one of you is doing it by yourself it can be quite intimidating but i i was always part of a team doing it whether it be in my p uh whether it be in the squad that i'm playing for for sport or in the p department that i'm part of a school with um we did originally start off by shaving our mustaches completely off like everything off and then letting it grow back throughout the month so it looked really stupid at the start of the month <laughs> lose about five or ten years nice. in your age um and then as i've got a little bit older i've just kind of shaved off the rest of my beard and left the mustache to grow um because it really helps get the message out i think a little bit more yeah and i think well probably at the start you probably didn't really know too much about it or do a lot of research but you've definitely done more research over the past few years and well the past few years you've raised money but this year you're really focusing on raising awareness yeah rather than raising the money which I think is really important yeah um I think I had a little bit of an epiphany with you didn't I um a couple of weeks ago a couple of months ago about Movember um and charity overall really like it's quite a controversial thing to say but with charity it's very you've got to be really careful where you're putting that money where's it going and also what are you actually doing your you make a bigger impact through actions rather than just sending money and forgetting about it if you really want to make a difference to someone's life through a charity you need to go and do it yourself you need to go and action it yourself whether that's helping um, injured animals for the RSP, um, NS, RSPCA, whether it's helping child neglect by being on the front line, whether it's working for um, like soccer aid, things like that, or in this case, Movember, where I'm growing a mustache, yeah. I'm not doing it now for the kind of the fashion to say I'm doing it, to say I'm doing something. I personally believe that you're going to get more of an impact by sharing the message, getting younger people talking about it, seeing the moustache as the kind of flagship symbol to look towards instead of just throwing your money away aimlessly because you don't know where it's going. 
you almost feel like you've achieved something because you've raised 50 pounds, 100 pounds, 500 dirham for charity. You then go and put that on your social media page. You then go and share it with your friends. But what have you actually achieved? Where is that money going? So this year, I've made a real conscious effort to pass that message on in my school and amongst my groups of friends at the rugby club and my social circles that just by you growing a moustache or girls or whoever can't grow a moustache having a stick on moustache it gets people talking it gets people talking about what mental health is or what men's health is it's a stupid way to do it but it's a great way to get people talking kind of like a light-hearted way to talk about something very serious though isn't it it is the amount of people at my school, um, younger people and older people, that have come up to me and gone, why are you, why are you growing a moustache? It looks well stupid or it looks silly. That gives me the opportunity to then go and say why I'm doing it. And then, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Didn't you have one of your classes turn up and they all had <laughs> moustaches on? Yeah, unexpectedly um, last week on a social event, all the class one of the classes in my primary class even all the teaching assistants and teachers who were female all came out wearing a stick on mustache which was phenomenal obviously didn't ask them to do that but they've done that off their own back which has then got people talking a little bit more yeah that's really good um so the message i'm kind of really getting out is i know people i know men that have suffered with mental health issues it's in my family um it's in my close group of friends i have suffered from mental health um challenges throughout my life and i think it's now getting to a point where people are starting to understand it more they're starting to talk about it more but there's still a bit of a gap where people need to know where to go to get help or need to know what to do if they are feeling that way we've kind of made the awareness of we've identified it but we've not been able to get to the next stage which i think will start to happen the more and more we we, we push the the men's mental health and men's physical yeah health. and i think that's one of the reasons that we wanted to do this because you know we will get on to men and, and women's mental health in january particularly you know after christmas it's you know you've got the january blues but just kind of raise awareness and and keep the conversation going because now it's you know the end of november and the beards are going to grow back. God. Mm. Um, But you just don't want that conversation to finish. It needs to not just be a November thing. And if people can keep having that conversation and keep raising awareness and, you know, feeling comfortable having that open dialogue outside of just November, that's kind of what we want to achieve by, you know, dropping this podcast right Mm. at the end of November. It is a very you know serious thing and you know like we've touched upon in the gut stuff like so many people can suffer mentally and Mm. sometimes it can be due to you know diets and what's going on in your gut you know that's not to say that you know everyone that suffers from mental health that's the reason you know you've got a whole host of reasons the kind of world that we live in today is you know a very fast-paced anxious world um but yeah, just making sure that we keep talking about it. Yeah, I think I think you're bang on with it there. We've it's just got to be a consistent thing that will always be around. It's not going anywhere. People just need to 
know what to do with it. So for people that don't know anything about Movember, it is where you are raising awareness through growing a mustache. You can be active and do challenges. You can do raise money. But we are trying to raise the awareness of, firstly, men's prostate cancer and testicular cancer. So a big push around the month of November is to get men to go and get checked out at the doctors or their nearest hospital or clinic. So this is a gentle reminder for anyone who hasn't done that yeah. this month. Go and get it done. Just go and get it done. I think a lot of the hospitals in the Middle East anyway do kind of like discounted prices throughout November when you want to go and get your prostate or balls checked. <laughs> Quick finger at the one. Yeah. <laughs> um and you have to pay for that pleasure here. You do, yeah, you do. <laughs> but they N- give you a NHS, discount. Yeah. <laughs> you get it for free. You make the most of it, boys. Um, no, in all seriousness, it's it's something that is so easy. It takes literally 30 seconds, not even that, and it could really save your life. It could save many people's lives um, just by having a feel. Um, like men, boys can do it themselves as well, just to check when they're at home. I mean, I don't know about any of the partners, but like I, you regularly, you know, I feel like men love a good feel of their balls <laughs> or a scratch of their balls. This is turned. This is best, <laughs> aren't it? We're not going to get any more listeners. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is so usually men hopefully will know if right. something does not feel right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. I'm not going to comment further. <laughs> I'm still a teacher. Um, yeah, no, you, you're right. Yeah, um, we we are good at doing that. It's just notifying or understanding when it is a little bit different to what it should be like normally. And f- also a big one that's that's really prevalent, I think, at the moment is the men's mental health part, which is a tough one, really. We are going... We're fighting against hundreds of years of stoicism of men, of being the masculine kind of race that are not allowed to show feeling. They're not allowed to show emotion. They've got to be hard-edged. They've got to be these resilient people that can't kind of show weakness. And it's getting past that. It's getting better, but there's still a lot of kind of traditional values that are rooted across you know, it's strange because i've noticed recently when now when i watch older films mm. i'm picking up on certain um attitudes towards male characters yeah. like pick yourself up don't be weak yeah Men don't cry. I call them love actually. Love actually. Yeah. No, it's one of my favorite Christmas films. Yeah. And she, you know, she's like, don't be a wuss. Yeah. Um, wi- women don't want a crying man. Yeah, something like that. And um, and I've noticed it more in other films as well. And it's that is the world we used to live in, isn't it? I mean, it is getting better, but that yeah. even in films, that's how it's portrayed yeah i mean you they're, they're meant to be family in that film like this. they probably know each other a little bit better. yeah it's a little bit different i suppose but, but. i completely agree it's it's um that the films now 
they're up to date, especially the Disney films are great at doing it, aren't they? Like mm. getting those those feelings across for for male main characters. But I think what what tends to happen is men, in my own experience, get those feelings of of doubt or depression or feeling low or not worthy of anything or just having no energy, no satisfaction, no fulfillment. And instead of being able to talk to someone, they just kind of keep it in. They don't share it with anyone. And through personal experience, that really can bring you down and it can really take up a lot of your mental capacity, which then eats into other parts of your life, like your relationships with other people, with your partners your ability to stay disciplined in your line yeah. of work in your um, exercise then it eats into your diet your sleep so it really is worth talking about and just getting it as the famous saying says getting it off your chest to someone mm-hmm. makes a hell of a difference um but i think what men can do really well is by opening up to other men because before that would have been a sign of weakness, but now it's a sign of strength that you can have that yeah. open conversation with people. Everyone's got their struggles. Everyone's got everyone's got their challenges, but true friends, true people that you that you keep hold of in your life will be the ones that you can open up to and and speak about it. And look, I do it to you, don't I? I sometimes feel low. I feel rubbish. I don't know what necessarily has happened. We just get these feelings sometimes. Just accept it. It's part of life. Yeah. You're not going to be 100%. All the time. Duracell bunny battery all the time. You're not going to be happy all the time. That's not a... We get we get mixed up with happiness, don't we, as an emotion. We think we do stuff yeah. to make us happy. But a lot of the books and podcasts we've read is your default setting, your default mode where nothing's wrong nothing's going amazingly right that bit in the middle is is the happiness isn't it yeah go back to a baby when a baby's not crying when it's been fed when it's been cared for when it's been loved that is the state of happiness you take something contentment. out contentment they start to get unhappy you start to you start to hear about it yeah and i think this is a reminder as well like if you don't have somebody that you feel like you can talk to or the people in your life are maybe a little bit toxic friendships for example um it's okay to put yourself first and decide not to be around people that bring you down definitely because i think that plays a huge role doesn't it yeah especially with social media and things like that huge huge role yeah surround yourself with 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 like-minded people is is huge especially when you go down the kind of line of work as well if you're surrounding yourself with the wrong people at work negative um toxic atmosphere at work it's it's a lot of your life if if you're going to choose to be unhappy around unhappy people or that make you unhappy so that's going to have a massive impact on your mental health for sure um one thing i've learned from a couple of podcasts i can't remember who it was but um men are very stubborn to open up are they as you are aware <laughs> asking the same question twice always gets more of an impact you're right mate how are you getting on yeah i'm fine yes okay. so no but how are you getting on like you're actually all right yeah and so there's psychology right. oh, isn't there okay. yeah so 
there's something something to do with psychology I can't remember the podcast either but when you ask somebody the question they won't take they'll take it at face value and just give you a very blunt I'm all right Mm. and then when you ask again it switches into their care Mm. and then they may open up empathy yeah now show empathy back yeah yeah, it's a great it's a great way. Um and just just checking in with people. You don't realise how good it makes you feel when you talk to friends and family. Yeah, I, this has been a big one for it's me. One actually. of my one of my pillars we'll we'll talk about it in another episode, but pillars of my life. I've got five pillars that keep me in a happy happiness kind of spectrum, a happy mode, a default setting. And one of them is kind of those relationships I have with friends and family and for your mental health just being able to check in with people and someone checking in with you that makes a huge difference yeah we've obviously got a lot of friends back in the UK we now live in Dubai it takes a little bit longer to get messages across because people are different times etc etc but a conscious effort is always made to kind of check in with my mates every now and again whether it be through the group chat, whether it be individually. It doesn't have to be every day. It doesn't have to be every week. No. But every couple of weeks, every couple of months, just checking in with those people. And like we said earlier, the people that you, you surround yourself and you choose to surround yourself with will always give you the time of day and reply back to you. Yeah. Which makes a hell of a difference on your mental health. It does, definitely. Are they reciprocating what you are giving out? Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's um, it's it's a, it's an important message to get out. But I'm but I'm I am positive that we're we're making a difference across the world. And like you said earlier, it's just got to be consistent. We've got to keep going, not just through the month of November. It's got to be yeah. the whole year round. Like you say, we're going to be talking about mental health after the Christmas period when everyone's mental health does take quite a big dip due to the excitement and the highs of Christmas and the festivities, New Year's Eve all that time off, a lot of drinking normally happens over that time. So mm. people's kind of mood and health changes with that as well. Um, but yeah, um, if anyone needs any help with anything or needs no needs to know where to go, we'll be sharing some some information on the Yeah, Instagram we'll definitely page. link some um, websites and helplines on our Instagram um, and also the places you can go in the uae to get yeah checked as well because obviously it's free in the uk isn't it and one last thing as well if you know you have friends or family that do struggle with their mental health you just taking the time 30 seconds on your phone giving them a quick call giving a quick message checking in with them will make a hell of a difference yeah even if it's just a hi thinking of you hope you're well or a quick five minute call This is your reminder. Check in. Goes a very long way. Definitely. Yeah. Well, we will be back on Monday with our last episode of Gut Health. Gut Health, yeah. And then we'll be on to nutrition. Lovely. See you soon. See you soon.